0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. I am convinced that we as a church
1: have authority on the earth that we've never realized yet. That we've only barely touched a little bit of it. Barely got into the edge of it. Hallelujah. We must learn to be exalted to the place where God wants us to be.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth e. Hagan continues his teaching on the Believer's Authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth e. Hagan for today's message.
1: And I remember some years later, then we were up in the state of Washington preaching, and my, uh, my sister called me. My mother was... In desperate condition actually critical condition and she wanted me to come well I was a little closer to my mother than the other children I saw after her tended her business for it and so on and so forth and, and so I, I didn't know whether my sister is you know you can be so close to situations you can't be emotional and she's an emotional type of person so I called the pastor Of the assembly of god church that she's a member of you see and he said well yeah brother hagan i just came and i believe i'd come home if i you. she's calling for you and she is critical and so i talked to the pastor and we decided just to close that night we'd come on in and i was in a side room praying as i would be every night praying about my meeting but then i prayed about my mama and and i don't know i found myself i remembered then these incidents you see and i said lord you know she's just 69 she'd be actually 68 be 69 in about a month and I don't know why I'm saying this to you I talk to him just like I to do a person he is a person God help us to get away from all this formality and mess in prayer that isn't prayer at all are you listening to me just talk to him I mean like you would another person cause he is a divine personality and he's your father hallelujah to Jesus. And I said to him, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, he said to me as I prayed, he said, yeah, she, she's going to die. This is it. Well, I knew she's saved all right. I knew she didn't know anything about faith. She'd never heard me preach half a dozen times in life. But I said, I don't know why. But now, dear Lord, I said, I'll never feel right about it. I know this. This is a minimum, really. You promises, at least 70 or 80 years or so on. Unless she lived that allotted time out, I'd never feel right about it. The longest day I live upon this earth, I'll never feel right at you. I don't mean I'm going to be mad at you, but I just won't feel right about it. And then throughout all eternity, I'm going to remind you of it every now and then. I don't feel good about that. (laughs) Now, when I said that to him, just as plain as some man speaking to me, he said, uh, all right, I'll do what you tell me to do. I'll do what you tell me to do. Well, he did just exactly. I said, well, give her at least 80. When she reached her 80th birthday, just a few days after she went home. He did just what I told him to do about it. More than once, he said to me, whatever you say about it, I'll do. Whatever you say. Well, you better be sure you say the right thing now. Amen. Amen because you can get in some difficulty. But I said that to say this to you, what started me to thinking along this line. I am convinced, I am convinced that we as a church have authority on the earth that we've never realized yet. That we've only barely touched a little bit of it. Barely got into the edge of it. Hallelujah. We must learn to be exalted to the place where God wants us to be. The church fails too often in her ministry of authority. She don't even know she has any authority. And is bowed down in defeat and overcome with fear. Ephesians 1.22 says, And hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. He is head over sickness, disease, and anything that's evil, and all those things are evil. Well, let's reverse the words in order to bring out the true meaning of what he's saying here. You see, he said here that he is. Notice this: gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Now, this reverse the words in order to bring out more clearly the deepest significance. Head to the church over all things because that's really what he's saying head to the church over all things his being head over all things is for the church's sake can't you see that we need to sit reverently before those or these mighty truths and their tremendous teaching and grasp it with our hearts, what he's talking about. Praise God forevermore. And once we do, once we grasp the truth in our hearts, we'll reach deep and rich rewards. It is only this kind of an attitude, actually, that the spirit of truth can lift us into and unveil the truth of God's word to us, where we can see the meaning of God's revelation and walk in the light of it. God has made Christ to be the head over all things to the church. It is for our sake that he's the head, not for his sake, our sake, so that we, through him, might exercise that authority over all things. When we see what belongs to us, then we'll be able to enjoy victory Praise God the victory that he's actually bought and paid for and that belongs to us. The devil will fight to keep us from knowing the truth. He'll fight to keep us out of this area. He'll fight you more here than any other way. But if you just do stubborn faith, bless God, will persist in Christ the victory will become yours. Now I want you to notice something here as we go just a little step further. Paul, in the book to the Colossians, now we've been talking about writing to the church at Ephesus, and writing to the church at Colossae, he says a whole lot of the same thing, except he puts it in different words, but he's just simply saying the same thing. It's a little different viewpoint, but he's really saying the same thing that he said before. Now look into Colossians, the first chapter, and we'll start reading with the 15th verse. Who is the image of the invisible God? He's talking about Jesus now. The firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Now get this. And he is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence? For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Now notice verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. Now Christ was quickened by the operation of God the Father. Colossians 2.12 says, speaking about us, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised us or raised him from the dead. Now you see this scripture says that we are raised with him. Now notice that expression. Through the faith. How are we raised in him? Through the faith of the operation of God. He was quickened or made alive, Jesus was, by the operation of God as we were at the same time. We are raised together with him. Hallelujah. Now, reading a little further in the book of Colossians, the second chapter now, the 13th through the 15th verse. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Now get to verse 15. Did you wear your shouting clothes tonight? And having spoiled principalities and powers He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. Now notice that the working here is on the part of God our Father. He's the one that did it. It's He who quickened the saints together with Christ and forgave their trespasses. It's He who blotted out the adverse decrees of the law which stood in the way of his people and nailed the council handwriting to the cross of his son. Another translation said he defeated them. Hallelujah. Another translation said he paralyzed them. Hallelujah. He paralyzed these principalities. As far as we're concerned, the devil's paralyzed. Paralyzed. Well, let him, let him roar. You know, if you went into some room, there's some fella there in a wheelchair, and you know he's paralyzed, great big old fellow, there he is, those paralyzed, and he just cussed you out and told how he's going to whip you and what all he's going to do to you, you just stand there and laugh at him. Because you know he's paralyzed. You wouldn't be afraid. Now, if you didn't know he's paralyzed, and some big fellow was standing there talking that way, you might get afraid. But when you know he's paralyzed, well, just talk on. Well, the devil will come just as blustering as a lion. He didn't say he is a lion, he said as a roaring lion. He walketh about seeking him who may devour, but you need to know that he's paralyzed, Jesus paralyzed him.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagen and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's slimline book entitled, Casting Your Cares on the Lord. Next is Kenneth Hagan's CD entitled, The Prison Doors Are Open. Also, Kenneth Hagan's book, How to Live Worry-Free. And last but not least, Lynette Hagan's CD, Do I Really Have to Forgive? All these resources are for the special price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagin Ministries, Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
1: We want to thank all of you that are partners with us. A word partner prays for us regularly And we yes. thank you for that Because we can feel the prayers And it's somebody that sends in an offering Once a month Praise the Lord to help us support Rama, Keep this broadcast going all over the world yes. As we go out in our crusades And travel all around We have many of you that come up And say that you're word partners And we are excited to see you And to talk with you And to hear your testimonies Praise the Lord so if you want to be a word partner, if you are, we thank you. If you want to become one, you can go to rema.org WPC and find out all the information right there and sign up.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing series. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.